listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonçalves. Hi everyone, this is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 6th of May 2021. Later, the big four banks have now posted their half-year results. We'll give you their report card. But first, to the Australian share market, which fell 0.5% today on the 200 to 7,061. Tech stocks were hit pretty hard. Nearmap was the worst performer on the index, down 23%. Afterpay, now below $100 per share. The best performers were insurers, QBE and IAG. For more on the day's action, I spoke earlier with Ben Clark from TMS Capital. Ben, the market is down today. Why? Look, I think we're seeing a bit of profit taking. There's a big investor conference on today, so a lot of the fund managers aren't in front of screens. And it just feels to me, you know, we're going into May, the old saying, sell in May and go away. The market nearly hit an all-time high recently, so it feels like a bit of profit's been taken out by investors. We saw a couple of um, big developments today that hit the markets, both equities and currencies. China, firstly, has suspended its participation in the Australia-China Strategic Economic Dialogue. What's the market and the currency market thinking about this? Yeah, look, there was a very short, sharp sell-off in the Australian dollar when this was announced. The Aussie dollar dropped about half a cent, but it has now largely recovered that loss. The share market really didn't react to it at all. It came off a few points, but then it sort of moved, you know, pretty much sideways since then. Travel stocks are weaker. How much has that got to do with that resurgence in COVID cases in Sydney? And what about the likes of some of these stocks like Flight Centre, for example, which have been falling quite hard of late, even though there was this talk about moving to the reopening economy trade? Look, I think the reactions of state governments to what are fairly small numbers of cases, it just continues to hit consumer confidence about booking travel. And it comes at a time, Flight Centre actually updated the market two days ago and said that it is still burning around $40 million in cash per month whilst it's waiting for the normalisation of travel. So it just probably just keeps pushing this theme further out. Uh, Banks in focus, NAB is the latest to report. What's your take on bank reporting season? The banks have reported vastly improved numbers on the back of the surge that we've seen in the economy. The share price reactions have been interesting. They've generally actually fallen on the back of these numbers. And there's, you know, an old saying in the market, it's better to travel than to arrive. And I think it feels like the market has largely priced in the recovery that we're now seeing coming through in the numbers. Can we talk BHP? It's flirting with a record high. What's the outlook for the company like, especially in the context that we're seeing these developments out of China, yet it's doing particularly well today? Yeah, I think China would love to be buying our iron ore from any other country than Australia, but it really doesn't have a lot of choice at this stage while Brazil remains offline. The outlook for BHP, I think, still looks very healthy. Their costs are at close to all-time lows, although nudging up somewhat. Metals prices that they sell have never been better. And importantly, a lot of the analysts are still using metal price assumptions when valuing these companies that are quite a bit more conservative than where they're currently trading. So it sort of suggests that we might see some more upside in these share prices. And finally, as you mentioned earlier, Macquarie is holding its investor conference. Anything coming out of it? Look, a recurring theme I think we are seeing is that Global biz, globally focused businesses, which have been the place to be really since the GFC, are much more cautious about their outlooks. They're facing um, COVID-related knock-on impacts in various markets around the world as all the uncertainty continues to reign. Whereas locally focused businesses, particularly those to the consumer or the economy, 
are reporting booming conditions. And, you know, this is a complete contrast to what we've seen for the last 14 or 15 years across the share market. Ben Clark there from TMS Capital. Now more on the banks that Ben was talking about. The big four banks have really benefited from a better than expected economic recovery here in Australia. NAB was the last of the big four banks to report today. A half-year cash profit of $3.3 billion, up 95% on the same time last year. It means that combined, the big four have posted a cash profit, according to KPMG, of $13.8 billion. That's an increase of 62%. And the average dividend payout ratio has recovered to around 63%. So for more, Annapoli spoke earlier with KPMG's Hessel Verbeek. How would you define the bank performance over the past 12 months? Um, what we have seen in the last 12 months is a bit of a, a V-shape or a U-shape in terms of bank performance. 2020 was a, a difficult year. Um, where the banks needed to take a lot of precaution because of the underlying economy. This year, the economy has come back strongly um, and so has, has bank performance. as well. So it really has been a, a year of two halves in the last 12 months. And what does it say about the nation's economic recovery? Australia has really done well um, and that is uh, in, in large amount we can thank the government for that uh, with the, the stimulus measures as well. So the economy has held up really well and what we're seeing now is for instance that household finances are in a good shape. Um, people have got a lot of savings, people are able to meet their mortgage repayments um, and uh, we are growing strongly again with uh, a low unemployment rate. And to what extent have shareholders benefited, Hessel? Last year, there was absolutely a curtailing of payouts of dividends to shareholders um, because of the, the concerns about the economic outlook. Now that those concerns have, have lifted, the banks have started uh, increasing their payouts of dividends of shareholders again. And all of us that have superannuation accounts and our shareholders in the bank are benefiting from that. And will shareholders continue to benefit? We think that the banks are in a good position going forward uh, to continue to perform well. We don't think that the banks will grow quite as fast or have the same margins that they had pre-pandemic, but absolutely they are on a, back on a growth trajectory, yes. And what about this low interest rate environment? How is that impacting the banks? The low interest rate environment is, uh, is here to stay for some time. And what that means is that both deposits rates, savings rates are lower, as well as lending rates. Um, and as a result of that, we do know that the banks have got lower margins, lower net interest margins, and that will continue. And with those lower margins, the bank's profitability will be lower than what it was before COVID. And what do the numbers say about the housing market? The housing market is growing again, um, and we've seen that in the last six months in the results of the major banks. Um, what we, we absolutely need to look out for is that with a lack of immigration and a new supply of new houses being built, um, that that will continue going forward. And are there any broader concerns going forward, Hessel? The banks need to continue to invest in transformation, and that is both transformation aimed at meeting customer needs and uh, bringing better experience and new products to market to benefit customers, and at the same time, 
invest in better processes, more automation, so that they can respond to customer needs faster and more efficiently. Thankfully, our, the banks are in a strong position with very strong balance sheet uh, and good capital to be able to make those investments in the coming years. And we've seen a few of the banks um, raise their fixed interest rates. Do you expect to see more of this over the next six months? We have seen a, an increase in people taking out fixed rate mortgages and the banks have been able to meet that demand as well, uh, in part helped by a government facility uh, or a reserve bank facility called the, the term funding facility. We absolutely hope that going forward, uh, they will be able to offer these products at attractive rates to customers. Hessel Verbeek from KPMG there. That is SBS On The Money for this Thursday, the 6th of May 2021. I'm Ricardo Gonsalves. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BusinessRicardo. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.